Hey there, and welcome to the She Calls Her Shots podcast. Every week, we chat through different business building topics that will help you gain clarity around your goals, find inspiration in your journey, and also help you create a life and a business that you love. My name is Krista, and I'm a wedding and brand photographer and your go-to no-fluff business coach. In these episodes, we talk through both the tactical strategies, habits, and the mindset work that will help you take those really big leaps. And we always focus on the real talk and the behind the scenes of what it takes to create a sustainable and a thriving business. Because let's be honest, the work isn't always glamorous, but it's always worth it. So girlfriend, let's make some moves and start calling our own shots. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the She Calls Her Shots podcast. As always, I'm so thrilled that you're here, and this topic today is something that I have conversations around so often. I have it with other like photographers and friends of mine, but I also have it a lot with clients of mine and people that I work with one-on-one because it is kind of the the bread and butter question, right? Like how can we go about attracting more clients? And so this episode is going to be really fun today. I feel like I have a lot of ideas and inspiration that I've had around this because I've had so many conversations about it with others. But before we dive in, I just want to thank you again so much for being here. If you're a new listener, thank you for joining in and tuning in with me. If you're a longtime listener, thank you so much for always showing up and for connecting with me. I've gotten a few messages on Instagram recently from listeners that have just sent me a message to let me know that the podcast resonated with them or the takeaways they had, or just sharing about their experience and what they're going through and how the podcast was relatable and helped them to feel like they weren't the only one going through something and they weren't in this alone. So thank you so much for everyone that's reached out. And I also want to shout out really quick a recent review from J.L. McDonald, and they wrote a review on Apple Podcasts and just said, this is highly relatable. Krista understands her audience and delivers information in a highly relatable and non-intimidating way, like she's sitting beside you and you're having coffee together. She provides great content on a variety of topics that isn't overwhelming and feels like you can implement today. So JL McDonald, thank you so much for that. And I'm so glad because that is my intention behind this podcast is let's just take everything down Let's get rid of all the complication. Let's get rid of the overwhelm. Let's break things down so much that there is something tactical that we can walk away with that we can use to improve and help grow our business and also just help improve our personal life and like how we kind of blend our personal and business life together. So thank you so much for the review. If you haven't left a review yet, I'd be absolutely honored if you left one on Apple Podcasts or if you just want to send me a message on Instagram and say hello, I would absolutely love to hear from you. But let's dive into the this topic today. So as I mentioned, this is something that I find myself talking about a lot, whether it's with clients one-on-one, whether it's you know just with other photographers as I just get to know others in their journey and hearing about you know, their evolution of their business and how they've grown. But we, it always kind of comes back to this question, right? Like how can we attract more clients? And 
the the long answer is that it is going to be unique for each business. So I think it's really important to remember that your journey and your way of attracting clients and business may not look the same as the person next to you. They could be in the same industry. They could be doing similar things. But at the end of the day, our unique personalities, who we are as individuals, is going to shine in so many different ways. And so first and foremost, I want you to remember that your journey does not have to look like someone else's. But I do think there are some things that we sometimes forget or there's some, you know, ways and strategies that we can attract new clients that kind of get put by the wayside because we we put all of our eggs in like certain marketing and sales baskets. And so I want to dive into those today to encourage you to remember to think outside of the box a little bit and to to find clients in kind of unique and different ways than you might uh, that you might not already be trying. So let's just go ahead and dive in. So the first thing that I want to talk about is this is going to be mostly for service-based business owners, this topic today. Like we won't really be touching on like product sales necessarily, but this is going to be really if you are in some sort of industry where you are providing a service to someone, whether you're a photographer, whether you're a coach, whether you know, you're know you a, a virtual assistant or an online business owner. The first thing I want you to ask yourself is figuring out what direct value are you offering to others on a day-to-day basis? And what I mean by that is that sometimes I think we get so caught up and lost in showing up on social media, like posting on Instagram, creating reels, showing up in stories. We we sometimes confuse this with giving value. And to kind of break down that idea even further. There are so many ways that you can provide value to others on Instagram, right? Like you can have helpful content within your grid, you can have helpful content in your reels, and people will definitely come across it and it might inspire them or encourage them or teach them something new that they didn't yet know. But the thing is, is that when it comes to directly attracting new clients, whenever someone is just scrolling through and seeing some helpful content, it it might resonate with them but it's not going to be like a direct invitation necessarily for them to want to work with you. They might find value in the content. They might think, wow, this person is really inspiring. Like maybe they give you a follow, maybe they follow along for a bit. But when it comes to like a strategy of actually like attracting that client, bringing them from someone who is interested in you to someone who actually wants to work with you, that content is just kind of the surface level of like getting them interested. It's not going to be the thing that's going to directly make them feel called or compelled to want to reach out and work with you. So the first question that I always ask anytime I'm having a conversation with someone that's struggling to book clients or is feeling like their marketing is kind of stale and they're not getting anyone kind of new reaching out in their business, the first thing we have to dive into is what are you proactively doing to create those one-on-one connections with your audience? And that can be on Instagram. I feel like that's kind of the platform where I see a lot of people. But, you know, the way to increase your visibility, to really increase those connections and relationships that you have is to go that next step of like really connecting and engaging with them, your ideal clients one-on-one. And this doesn't have to look like selling to people immediately. I think Whenever I talk about this with people, they're immediately put off because they're like, wait, I have to like message people. And the first thing that pops into their head is I have to be salesy or I have to like push my product or my service or I have to push whatever it is I'm selling. And like 
my question back is like, why does it like, why does it have to be like that? You know, would you want someone to interact with you like that on Instagram? Probably not. So how can you engage with your ideal clients and people that you would want to work with you in a way that feels authentic, that doesn't feel salesy, that doesn't feel like you're trying to like secretly, you know, sell your service to them? How can you just get curious and like just get to know people? Like that's the one thing that I wish for everyone in their Instagram strategy is how can you take out the pressure of needing to like book new clients, right? I know we're talking about the whole strategy behind this is booking new clients, but take off the pressure of that and just start engaging with your community. Like how much of a difference will it make not only in your business, but just for you as a person to feel more connected with your audience? So When you send messages to people, when you interact with people, when you engage, when you make these authentic comments, right? Coming from a place that's not in the back of your head, like I'm doing this so that they one day become a client. I think that's the first thing we have to like flip is this idea in our head that every single action that we take has to immediately produce a result of attracting new clients. So I guess that's kind of like the The first thing that I want us to flip is that idea because all of the strategies that we're going to talk about, we don't want to come into these engaging one-on-one like strategies where we're going to be getting to know people. We don't want to come in with this underlying feeling like I'm going to walk away with a new client, right? The person, like this is a person. This isn't just a number. This isn't just a sale. There's a person with a story and a journey and all of these things that they've experienced. So First things first, let's flip that mindset and let's figure out, okay, how can I take away all of that pressure that's telling me that like this connection and engagement and like, you know, this conversation that I'm having has to turn into some sort of sale down the line. Like, let's just get rid of that altogether. You might connect with this person on Instagram for years before you ever even like verbalize like or offer a service or something to them, right? Like, what if we just like take off that pressure entirely? And then secondly, making sure that once we've taken that pressure off, okay, now how can I authentically engage? How can I create conversations? How can I just get curious and get to know my audience? And I think that's going to be like number one, so valuable for all of us to be able to look at our Instagram, our social platforms in that way. And then in line with that, I think the next thing that we want to focus on is leading with service instead of sales. And I think that that mindset is the perfect first step for us because now we're going to go into these conversations with people. We're not going to be thinking about sales when they tell us about something that they're struggling with or something that they want to do or learn. We're not immediately going to go into, okay, how can I, oh, I have a perfect service for this. How can I go into pitching that to them? Or how can I go into like getting them to know that like this offer that I have is perfect for them? No, like how about we lead with service instead? right? And so as a coach, this could look something like, you know, just asking them, hey, I'd love to hop on the phone with you for like 10, 15 minutes to brainstorm this. Or maybe you do it over, you know, messenger. Maybe you just ask some really thoughtful, engaging questions, right? That have nothing to do with your sales and service, but like asking them questions that'll help them kind of work through whatever it is that they're working through. Same thing if you offer a service, if you're a photographer, right? And you're like talking with someone who's getting married and they have a couple like 
things that they're concerned about. You know, I'm like, I'm nervous about like finding someone who can, a photographer who can help me pose or like, I don't know how to pose myself. I'm nervous about being in front of the camera. We don't have to immediately lead into like, oh, you should book me because I do this and this and this, right? But you can still lead with like, you know what? A really great photographer is gonna help you with X, Y, Z, right? Like how can you lead with service and just get curious and really help people through what they're struggling with without automatically trying to lead into sales? And then the the third thing is asking yourself when it comes to attracting new clients, what does your current client experience look like? And actually, you know what, before we dive into that, I want to go back to the leading with service versus sales. Because you might be asking yourself, Krista, like, if I'm leading with service instead of sales, how is that going to attract new clients? Isn't the whole purpose of this podcast to make sales? So if I'm not leading with sales, like, isn't that backwards? Hey there, just interrupting briefly to mention that if you're really enjoying this episode, you'll probably also love being on my email list. Each week, I send out tips and resources and inspiration to make building your business feel more fun. We dive deeper into the podcast episodes, we share relatable and sometimes embarrassing stories about the real life behind the scenes of being a business owner, and I love to share tips and resources to help make the journey feel a little easier and a little bit more enjoyable. So head on over to KristaMarieLynch.com and enter in your info to join. I think the thing to remember is that when we lead with sales, we're forgetting about creating these relationships, right? Like when we lead with sales, we are really pushing our own agenda onto this person, whether we're a good fit or not. And chances are you've only had some conversation with this person. You may not know exactly what their needs are, exactly what they're looking for. Like you may not know if you are that perfect missing puzzle piece to be able to help them through what they're going through. But chances are, if you lead with service, you'll be able to help them a little bit, right? Help them even like 10% with whatever it is that they're struggling with. And nine times out of 10, when we focus on relationship building and leading with service, people are usually so grateful for that because they're so used to being sold to, right? They're so used to people trying to push their services or trying to tell them why they're the best fit. So it's actually a great way to stand out is by not leading with that like service of or sales of like, this is why you should hire me. And instead just leading with that like gracious service-based solution, right? Like, let me just help you a little bit. Even if we don't end up working together, you're going to build such a strong connection with them and they're going to feel really taken care of. And that usually goes further than just trying to constantly lead with sales. So I wanted to clarify that. But yeah, the third thing that I want to talk about is your client experience. And I think a lot of times with client experience, it's we get lost in this idea, well, my client experience is good, right? People aren't unhappy, But I'm also not getting a lot of referrals, right? I think sometimes we kind of settle for this okay client experience. No one leaves unhappy. People are like happy enough. They, you know, they got what they said. Whatever you said you were going to deliver, they received. And so they're happy, right? There's no complaints. There's no nothing. But they didn't walk away feeling wowed. Hey friend, I want to make sure you know about my upcoming free workshop, Seasons of Growth. This workshop is going to be super valuable to photographers that want to learn how to maintain a thriving photography business in the midst of the slower seasons. 
I know how frustrating it can feel when inquiries aren't coming in, especially when you see other photographers booking out their sessions consistently. This workshop is going to be classroom style and super interactive, meaning that you're going to get real-time coaching from me on how you can create more momentum and visibility inside your business, meaning more inquiries coming in and more booked clients. These are the same strategies that I've used to help my one-to-one clients book more sessions, and I'm bringing them all to you during the workshop. You can learn more and save your spot by visiting heychristamarie.com forward slash workshop. I can't wait to see you there. And so I think it's really important, like really analyze your client experience, right? Are you just kind of doing the bare minimum and like, okay, I tell people that this is what the experience is going to feel like. This is what the deliverables they're going to get. This is what it looks like. And I'm meeting those expectations and then that's it, right? And then it's kind of the end of our relationship. Or are you taking that extra step to be like, here's what they think they're going to receive. And in every step of the process, there's a little bit of an elevated wow factor that they walk away with. Because as small as that sounds and as little as it sounds like that will make a difference, that is actually one of the biggest ways to increase your referrals with your clients is just those little tiny things that you can add in along the way they are going to constantly leave them feeling surprised and taken care of. So asking yourself, even if you're just starting off in your business, you know, maybe you've been in business for a long time and you, your client experience has always kind of looked the same, figuring out Am I going the extra step of every single part of their journey? Am I going one little step above and beyond what they're expecting? And then I think another thing that we can focus on when we're really trying to attract more clients is, is if this is kind of circling back to the first one, but I really want to like, really want to stress the importance of this is asking yourself, what is your mindset around gaining clients? Are you so focused in on the quantity of people that you have in your business versus the quality of people? And this, so this one kind of encapsulates, right? Like the client experience, the mindset of like leading with service instead of sales. But when you think about the growth of your business, do you find yourself constantly in the state of like, I need more clients. I need more inquiries coming in. I need more, right? Like we're constantly in this cycle of more, more, more. I need more because then I'll make more money and then I will, my business will grow versus What if we switch that to be like, you know what, I just need one more client. I just need my next client. I'm not thinking about the second person. I'm not thinking about the third person. I'm just thinking about this next person that enters in to my business and how I can treat them like the absolute like best that I could ever treat a client right? Focusing on leading with service, focusing on that great client experience, focusing on nurturing them along their way before they even start to work with you, right? Like when we can train our mindset to not be so focused on quantity, how many people, right? Like the fast growth of our business that we really want and instead get really, really focused on how can I take the few people that I might already have, whether they're current clients or people that are kind of, you know, thinking of working with us, but a little bit on the fence, maybe they're not fully committed yet. How can I just take those few people and put all of my focus and energy on that instead of constantly trying to think more, more, more? 
And then the last point that I wanted to talk about is really just figuring out and kind of doing an eyeball around what is your current marketing strategy. Are you kind of getting so focused in on one thing? And I find this a lot with creatives, with online business owners, when I ask them like, oh, you know, what's your current marketing strategy? Nine times out of 10, it's Instagram. But like, that's the majority of their marketing strategy is all on one platform. And it could be creating reels, it could be sharing posts, it could be sharing in their stories. But when I ask them like, okay, well, like, how are you using Instagram, right? Again, more often than not, it's like, well, I'm showing up, I'm producing content. And they're not doing those, like, first of all, those those engaging activities, right? Like actually engaging with people in a way that's like not just showing content, but also like genuinely showing interest in people and like getting to know who's in your audience. But not only that, like Instagram is a great platform and it's a wonderful way to showcase your content but it should not be your entire marketing plan. And I mean that very lovingly in the sense of you'll always hear people say you shouldn't spread yourself out too thin, right? Like I'm not recommending that you need to create a podcast and be on Pinterest and also be blogging and also be like doing podcast interviews on other people's podcasts. Like definitely don't feel like you need to have a strategy that encompasses all types of marketing, but it should not just be one platform. So asking yourself, okay, Instagram is great, but what are one or two other things that I can also do that, again, is going to help grow my network, create those one-on-one engaging experiences, and also create more long-form content? Because again, Instagram is wonderful, but someone might see your post and then two weeks later, that post is just like buried somewhere down in your feed, right? Or like in your profile. And so what are ways that you can show up that will be more long-term, whether it's blogging, whether it's podcast interviews, you know, um, whether it is creating a Pinterest strategy, but figuring out what are a couple of different ways that I can start creating sustainable, uh, consistent ways that I can show up online so that I'm not just putting all of my eggs in one basket. And for some people, it might even be taking it offline, right? For some people, and I've talked about this recently, um, I had a guest interview Erica, and we talked about in-person events and networking and how to do that offline. And I think that that is such an underutilized way because one thing that we've forgotten as we've gotten so you know, involved in just being on Instagram, we've kind of forgotten the impact that real life friendships make on our business. And I want you to think back, like when you were first starting your business, right? Who were your first couple of clients or who were your first couple of people that worked with you? Generally speaking, it's your friends and your family right? It's the people that you have strong connections with. It's people who love you and support you and want to see you do well in your business. So doesn't it make sense that the people who are going to want to work with you in the long run are also going to be people who feel a strong connection with you, who know you, right? Who like you aren't just like casual Instagram friends with. So in-person events and growing those relationships and nurturing those one-on-one relationships is honestly so important. And it's something that I think we downplay a lot of the time 
because it does take more time. It does take more energy. It is sometimes a like, quote unquote, like slow growth. Because again, you're not going to want to meet somebody, word vomit all of your sales and like, oh, here's my services. Here's what I can do, right? Like you're going to want to get to know them. You're going to want to engage with them. You're going to want to learn more about them. And over time, they might become that one person who is just your like dream client. Not only have they worked with you, but they're referring all of their friends because they've gotten to know you and they like understand that you are here for more than just a quick sale. So just to recap all of the things we talked about today, if you feel like you have been struggling with attracting clients and with getting, um, you know, kind of your mindset in the right space, a few things to think about is number one, asking yourself, like, what is your mindset around attracting clients, right? Like, are you so focused on, like, gaining a bunch of people and like the quantity of people that you have in your business? And also, are you taking those conversations deeper? Are you removing the pressure of having to constantly be selling and talking about, you know, your services and how you can help them? Or are you leading with service? Are you leading with curiosity and just genuinely trying to connect and get to know your audience? You know, taking a deep look at what does my client experience look like? Is it just like mediocre and people are happy? Or are there things that I can add to it that are really going to elevate that experience to create raving referrals? And then also, again, just what is my marketing strategy? What do I think of on a month-to-month basis or a week-to-week basis when I want to talk about and share about my business? Am I putting all of my eggs into one marketing basket and hoping that this is going to be the thing that's going to help me take off? So I hope that that was helpful today. I would love to hear from you. If there has been something that you have found that's really worked for you, I'd love for you to send me a message and share that with me as well. And just all in all, I just, I hope that you remember building a business, we're in this for the long run, right? We're not just in this to like book a few clients, make a little bit of money. As entrepreneurs, we are motivated goal getters, right? Like we are in this for the long run. So remember that it's okay if your growth isn't happening all of a sudden exponentially. It's okay if you have a little bit of a slow season. It's okay if you might have a season where you're just focusing on building those connections and engaging with people and building those relationships and recognizing that the work that you're putting in is going to make such a difference in the long run down the road. And that's going to be the work that matters, right? Like the work that really is going to continue uh, changing and evolving our business as we grow. So as always, thank you so much. I would love to hear from you and your takeaways from this episode, or if you have something else that you have tried that's worked really well for you. And in the meantime, I will see you over in the next episode. One last thing before you go, I'd absolutely love it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts, or if you've already left a review, I'd love for you to share this episode with your business bestie. I love getting to shout out my listeners on the show, and the more listeners that we have, the more that I can help others create a thriving and sustainable business too. Thank you so much again for being a part of this community, and I can't wait to hear your takeaways from today's episode.